Okay, I just want to say, everybody, I jinxed um, the last opening. Um, you wouldn't hear the last opening. I said um, technology is finally working in our favor. But your brain clearly I... was not. Yeah, so anyway, um, hi, everyone. Hopefully the technology is working this time. Um, well, speaking of technology, Frankie, tell everybody your escapades with technology. Um, so we sat down, ready to start start this podcast and i plug in have my headphones in and uh they're not working it's it's at that point and i knew it was going today but i had one earphone working and i was like i can i can get around this like it's okay i can just use one earphone and it will be all fine Mm -hmm. i plugged in and it's at this point where i have to like hold it you know where you have to like twist the cord of your earphone Uh. and then you're like don't move <laughs> you can't yeah Yuck. so it's at that point see that's me with my charger at the moment no, i have too many charges now but um so just quickly popped off i'm in my pajamas right now as well like it, you know it's quarantine time self-isolation ain't no biggie so got my jumper my tracky dax on so just pop on my socks and slippers and went down to the corner shop here because everything is open 24 7 but it was funny. I was shocked when you were like, um, go to the shops at 11 p.m. I was like, yeah, yeah of course. because literally nothing is open here. Like something like especially at, well, I mean, I guess we do have a time difference. So I guess it's like weirder for me because it's like technically later than me. Um, but, you know, what's even weirder? The fact that you bought ones that aren't silicon, like the silicon headphones, you bought just like the normal They didn't ones. have the silicon earphones. So I just took what I could well, get. Silicon are the only ones that work with me because <laughs> Shaka. <laughs> wow, it's really cracking energy. When I said that it's cracking energy in episode three, it really it's is. It's travelled on. Um, I have cholera again. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, well, the silicon earphones only work for me because, fun fact, that is not so surprising because I said it <laughs> before, but we had to get rid of the opening. Um, I'm an extra hole in my ear, everybody. Oh my god, holy ears, holy! I gotta sneeze again, man. <laughs> We're never gonna well, get through this. You better podcast. sneeze. You better sneeze. I bitch. can't. No, it's, it's like performance <laughs> pressure, and it's not happening. Performance shy. Oh. I still want to see this extra hole. I'm not gonna show you the hole <laughs> in my arm. <laughs> oh, bless you, bless it, be, bitch. Yeah, when I sneeze, I really sneeze. I'm sorry, but... Oh, that reminds me. You know, does your dad sneeze really loud? Oh, it is a performance, Mary. <laughs> yeah, like that. Are but we going like, to keep my like sneezes the in the podcast? <laughs> I'm, I kind of want to. What if people have a sneeze? I mean, I'm moving away from free. the microphone, so you can't get my, my allergies. Um, I bought flowers. <laughs> Um, and they make oh, me sneeze. Oh, the daisies. <laughs> oh, well, why would you buy them? they're so cute. Yeah. Uh, anyway. So, yeah, my dad does do the whole performance I just, of um, a sneeze. Why do... Uh, <laughs> oh, here we go. Um, Sister sneezing. I saw this thing and it was like, someone was like, do all dads sneeze really loud? And I was like, oh, my God, my dad sneezes really loud. They do. Like it's like like okay, boomer, grow up. But I feel like I feel like is it a thing? 
Oh my god, I'm gonna sneeze again. I'm not gonna make it. Turn <laughs> <laughs> on her life support, she's not gonna make it. I just feel it and I'm like, oh, but the flowers are so worth it. They're like little daisies. Uh, I just anyway. They're so hi cute. everybody. Hi everybody, welcome to the fourth episode of the Wig Out Pod. Fucking hell! <laughs> you need to redeem yourself. Or I'm really, I'm really giving you. Um, Are you passing me the baton? Oh like I'm sneezing. Who's you the... can't fucking introduce. <laughs> <laughs> who is okay? Was it Colin Firth who was in the King's Speech? Like that king who like had a speech. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, well, I'm really giving you fucking Colin Firth in the King's Speech realness right now. Jeffrey, you are Jeffrey Rush. You are my speech teacher. And anybody, anyway. Oh my I'm God. the one who just started off recording session. I was like, magnet. It was actually Marco. No, I was, no, I accidentally said the wrong one when I was explaining. It's okay. It's a related stutter. And so we're improving, sis. Because I was talking about my Vietnamese magnet I received from one of my students. That looks like a little hat. But yeah, I said Marco because I was like, well, that has a K sound in it. And K's are safe. Safe sounds. Oh, God. Well, welcome to the fourth episode of the Wig Out podcast. The discussion podcast by the most opinionated yet least qualified kids on the block. I am your hot mess of a host, Trav. I am the continuous drone of your kitchen fridge at night, but only prominent at night. You know that sound that your fridge makes? Yeah, honestly, it's like a, um, like it's really like. Like I I care for my fridge. It's like my, it's like my life force. And you know how it goes, mmm. Mm, and you're mm. like, oh shit, mm. is she okay? And then it starts again. And you're like, oh, she's good. Yeah, sometimes my freezer will kind of make a noise where it's like, and I'm like, you're okay. It's making like you good. Yeah, like, like it's really like does like a weird like frozen little crack. Damn, that be the freezing sound. I don't know. I love that fridge sound. Well. Speaking of loving something, Frankie, tell everybody what you're loving this week that is making you totes wig out. I'm loving this pyjama fashion. We are rocking up in Korea. I mean, (sighs) I thought, like, like, I feel like Korea has, like, Korea is known for, like, they have, like, fashion week in Seoul and everything's, like, really vogue, like I'm voguing, but, like, I came here and in Australia it's like, oh, my God, socks and sandals? Never. But I showed up with my little fillers, oh, name drop, and I was wearing my socks and my, like, sandals, and now it's just, like, it's expected. Everyone does that here. doesn't matter where you are, what you're doing. Like, every Tom, Dick, and Harry is wearing socks and sandals, but also, like, pyjama pants or, like, full-on pyjamas, and it's, like, Kind of like the flannel kind. You know that one that like your nan might send you? They're like wearing those ones or like the really, really fluffy ones that you get and they just wear them out casually. Like I've seen people out with friends doing it and I just can't believe it. So, I mean, when I went to buy my headphones today, jumped on the bandwagon in my tracky dacks and so 
and my bed socks, and my thong, and my like thongs, my sandals, and did it. I just think, I mean, it's not it's not a negative wig out, but it's wigging me out because I am so keen for this, and it's not just because of like isolation or anything. It's like any time of the year people do this. One of the things is um, you'll see a lot of people in hospital gowns outside as well. We'll see. But, like, um, down the street. And I was like, where's the hospital? <laughs> well, I've been kind of into this quarantine thing. And, like, I understand that it's, like, distressing for people with, like, mental like mental illness and stuff and just, like, people who have, like, lost their jobs. So I'm not trying to be insensitive in that aspect. But I'm loving it in the fact of, like, the fact that it is socially acceptable for me to go through drive through in pyjamas and having no one notice, it's really sending me for a loop. You know what else is sending me for a loop, Frankie? What's looping? My wig out for this week. I'm ready. So it just baffles me and it also coincides with this whole, like, quarantine moment and the fact that everybody's losing their goddamn minds. Yeah. Subsequently because of coronavirus. Mm-hmm. Um, I had this theory when I was in year 11, and it has stuck with me ever since that I was fucking Aristotle on that day in 2017. (laughs) Um, I realised that when I am happy, nobody else can be happy in the sense of, like, in my circle, like, everyone I'm around. Like, when I'm happy, when I'm doing good in uni, when I don't care about X, Y, Z, when I'm just having a good pimpin' soft girl 2020 Lady Gaga is an icon vibe, Mm -hmm. Everybody else shit hits the motherfucking fan. So, so basically you started COVID because you were too happy. Um, Is that what yeah, you're well, saying? Fucking, yeah, well, pretty fucking much, honestly. But anyway, I've been, I've been popping. I've been doing, like, doing really hard popping work and at uni. Yeah, polka dotting, country flying, hip hop. Nice. Put your hawk in the side. Side to side. Sky, move side to side. Jump to the left, skick it. Skick it. Stick Damn. it. Damn. Speaking, yeah. sneezing. Mm, that's our remake. Speaking, sneezing. <laughs> fucking it up. I don't know. So, um, yeah, so I've been doing um, a lot of uni work and I've been really doing it to the best of my ability and I've just really been pushing that grind and I've been grinding with this podcast, you know. Me and Frankie have been doing the upteenth most to kind of provide great content for you guys. And stay And sane. really make it. It was like, get yeah. a chance to chat. So, yeah, um, and, you know, it's been really hard for me also um, in the sense of for friends. So um, I've just said, you know, I have um, this thing called boundaries and if you cross it, good fucking bye. And, you know, anyway, I'm really good, really great, really funky fresh. And literally ever since I have made that like a thing, like ever since I'm like, yep, yeah, I am good, shit has just been dropping like flies, like literally Everything is just a mess. And it's happened to me time and time again. Like I'll be the happiest I've ever been for like four weeks in my life and then everybody else will just like like horrible stuff will happen to them and vice versa. Like, for instance, it always seems that like my friends are doing the greatest in their life and I'm like actually like the below the barrel, like just scraping by in life. Yeah. So it's just like really perplexes me. Because, like, I genuinely thought that it was just, like, a high school poor me, pity me thing. But, like, it's really happened in 2020 in, like, a much larger scale. And I'm like, wow. She really Jesus Christ. That, yeah. I mean, I haven't noticed personally the when I'm really happy, everyone else is really sad. But definitely when I'm sad, 
Um, you always compare and be like, well, everyone's so happy and I'm sad and why can't I be on that level? I guess I kind of look at people almost in a, not a way of like, why can't I have that? But, but also why can't I have that kind of moment where you're like, you're having your scrape in the barrel barrel moment. You always kind of look to people and be like, well, they're fucking happy. This shit. And then it makes you sad. Like I definitely get that part of it, but I've never, um, had that when I'm happy because bitch ain't ever happy. <laughs> well, see, I'm one of those people where, like, you know when, like, some things just, like, some people will say stuff and it will just sound, like, in sense of, like, motivational. Like, you'll hear some people say stuff and you'll roll your eyes and you'll be like, oh, that is so just, like, like kind of like, oh, love yourself, gross, like, like grossness mm. because it's coming from somebody who's already happy. Well, I heard something the other day when I say the other day, I mean like fucking three months ago, Jesus Christ. Um, I heard something some time ago and it it stuck with me. And like, ever since it just like was something really, really actually relatable and actually something that makes you go, Oh, so they were, it was like this kind of like carpool karaoke ripoff of this, um, of this like YouTuber in Australia, his name's all right. Hey. And he does this thing called driving with videos. And I think he was one of the first people to do a driving with video. Cause he's like very like outgoing and whatever. And he got famous because he would say, well, he didn't get famous because of this, but he would say like driving with Iggy Azalea and that would be his clickbait title. And then he'd go and get a Barbie and like make it over as it's the celebrity. And he'd like fake interview them and stuff like that. Yeah. It's a really, 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 really funny video. Okay. Anyway, he kind of moved on from that and then actually did a driving with series with Ford where he like interviewed like people who inspire him. Anyway, interviewed somebody named Tanya Hennessy, who um, is an Australian kind of influencer celebrity. She was on Celebrity Get Me Out. Um, I'm a celebrity get me out of here in the new season. Anyway, love her. Fun fact, she's my friend's boyfriend's cousin. Anyway, moving That's on. That's Australia for you. Um, Anyway, they were talking about like how he was he used to get bullied in school because the fact that he was gay and because that he wore makeup and the fact that he was on like the bigger side, mm. like weight wise. Yeah. And also because in primary school his dad was the school principal. Oh, okay. And so he used to get like kind of like shit for that. Anyway, he was like, you know what pissed me off? Because remember in the early 2000s when there was that like kind of like that, not scheme, but that movement where it was like the It Gets Better campaign? Yeah, okay, yeah, 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 I do. For like bullying and like LGBTQIA plus people? Mm. Well, he was like, you know what pissed me off back in the 2000s when they had that It Gets Better campaign? Because it doesn't just miraculously get better. Like, yeah, I get what they're trying to mean, but it doesn't get better. You Like, you have to make it better. Like, you have to sit down and you have to make it better yourself because you're not just, like, it's not going to get better if you just hold these feelings and just think in time that these feelings will go away. You have to progressively work at it and you have to work at yourself. And it just really, like, it really stuck with me and it's really something that I've tried to implement in my life because... And also another thing that I allow to do myself is if I'm upset, I'll give myself 10 minutes, 10 to 30 minutes to be upset. I'll grovel, I'll cry, Mm -hmm. I'll just be a sad sack for 30 minutes. And then after that 30 minutes, I will pick up my fucking bootstraps and I'll keep it pushing because, yeah, I'll allow myself to have that moment of, like, dealing with it and dwelling on it. And then I'm like, okay, cool, we're going to keep it pushing because you can care about it for 30 minutes because – 
that's how much it should affect you for. Yeah, I mean, one of my things is um, you can't necessarily measure grief or sadness or anything, but um, the moments that you can where you're like, I miss the bus or something, like sometimes the small things affect me on such a large scale that i don't know do you ever have that and you 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 don't want to be like i'm overreacting because one of your things was like i'm throwing back to your facebook things and one of the things we're like my feelings are valid kind of thing and i was like mood it was like a post but then it got like a little bit cringy but i was like basically my feelings are valid you were like, I'm a youngin, yeah. but still can recognize this. And I was like, mood, click, 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 snap, snap, oh, snap. yeah. Well, and that has also been happening to me this week, like in some instances where like, um, like I just feel like people think that I'm stupid or naive because I'm 19. I'm like, yeah, in some senses I, like I am, but like if, like, like just... I don't get this whole, like, age thing. Anyway. Yeah, like, I've met a lot of dumb old people. I teach a lot of dumb old people. I literally had to explain to one of my students, um, and I understand you don't know, but the fact that when someone tells you that you're wrong and then you're like, no, 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 I'm right, that's when I'm like, okay, well, now you're a dumbass. I had to convince one of my students that English comes from Latin kind of thing, not hieroglyphics. Mm -hmm. and then when i said no because hieroglyphics is only written it's not a spoken language how can they get english you know and they're like no 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 i know this and i was like bro you don't even speak english like i i'm here to teach you it let me see and in that same kind of vein i hate it when people will tell me that i'm wrong about something in the sense of like I know I know, it. Like or it's somebody, your experience and they try and rearrange your experience and be like, no, I think you mean this. And it's like, oh, it's really, it's yeah. my brain. Like somebody tried to tell me the other day that the original production of Grease isn't a parody. And I literally was like, um, hi, Mary. It is a parody because it is legitimately music from the 1950s that they have taken the lyrics away and put in new music. They've literally sampled old 1950s music and they were like, oh, no, it's completely original. I'm like, why do you think it's so catchy? Because they're literally taking 1950s music. And 1950s music is fucking bomb. Oh, 1950s music. I'm writing a new musical at the moment and it is... I'm excited. It is really giving me that 1950s moment, Mary. I'm excited. I'm writing music right now. Like, I feel like I love our podcast specifically because it just gets my creative juices flowing elsewhere. Writing a lot of songs right now and a lot of them, dare I say it, Travis, I'm going against my brand. Dare I say it? They're lovey-dovey. Ooh, in like what way? They're lovey-dovey. See, you know what you should do? What? There's this thing that um, Maggie McKenna, who is Gina Riley's daughter, mm. Gina Riley plays Kim yeah. in um, Kathy Kim. Yeah. And she has, for like this whole month, she has had a prompt every single day and she's like written like a chorus or a song. Love it. And like kind of like a melody. And so, yeah, like 
Oh my god, can I give you prompts? Give me the prompts, baby. <gasps> oh my god, amazing. And we can we can do an update on this. I'm gonna keep you posted, but I think it'll be interesting oh my for god, other people cool. as well. Well, see, <laughs> really trying not to harken back to particular people that we've spoken about in like every single podcast. But one of my biggest dreams is having like a song written about me, like not like dream, but like it's just something that I find like really like cute and like whatever. It's like a high level of flattery, honestly. Oh, it is. And see, like I'm such a whore for like old-fashioned romance like in the sense of like songs and like poetry and like letters like oh girl fuck me up bitch like julia rub hurts that kind of poetry cynthia yeah <laughs> she I is there <laughs> i have a quick story fuck you you're gonna lose your fucking mind. okay i'm ready so I really hope that people don't know who this is about i i hope <laughs> i do in a way no, you you don't know who this oh, person is about because okay. it happened recently. So I'm in this group on Facebook, which we will refer to later because it gets brought in. Um, but I found a person, and mind you, it is a group that um, mutual people of a, a single stature. So, for instance, like it, it's just a singles the group. Single it's mingles. just a fucking singles group. Yeah, it's a single mingle moment. And anyway, somebody put up a post and I was like, wow, this person looks like something I can fucking get on board with. So I messaged said person and things were going great. And then I basically, yeah, and I was just being like, I was being forward, not in the sense of being like, give me your dick. Yeah, I want, yuck, no. (laughs) Send Um, me pictures of your nose. (laughs) I'm I'm cutting out the last fucking 10 (laughs) seconds of that. Um, but yeah, so I was being forward and like not forward in the sense of like anything. Just flirty, like like, I'm into you. Yeah, kind of like, yeah, look, like let's not mess around here. Like let's get to know each other. Anyway, I said... I don't know how I said it, but I basically said, like, yo, look, like, sis loves a good letter, sis loves a good, like, like paragraph moment. And this person goes to me, what's your email? Oh, my God. And I gave them my email and I was like, oh, my God, this person gets me. They're going to send me an email kind of like a, a, a Cinderella story moment. Right. Going to send me an email basically articulating what they think about me. And I was so excited. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And Frankie, when I got this email, what was it? I, what, okay, I want you to give a guess of what this person sent me. I'm scared it's just going to be a dick pic or something. No. I, I mean, I would do that as a troll. Like, you're like, you love letters? And then I go as far as to get your email just to send it, but I'm not for unsolicited. Okay. Uh, so it's going to be a full on. Is it a song? Did they write a song? No. Okay. I'm just going to come out clean and say it. What? They sent me a fanfic about us. Of I would have never guessed that. Did they write it? They sent, okay, so for instance, like, I wasn't, like, they, I said to them, their prompt, I was like, oh, like, I just, like, like, 
to rather than being like, hey, WYD, what are you doing? Like, I would prefer you to be like, like, good morning. Like, today I was doing this. Like, I hope, like, blah, 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 blah. Like, that kind of gross shit. Anyway. I'm, I'm exactly the same. I said, can you please, like, in, like, because they were confused of what to write in the email. And I was like, oh, you can, like, talk about, like, like, your idea of, like, a perfect first date kind of thing. Like, just being like, oh, like, my idea of a perfect date is, like, this and, like, like, for, like, a brief summary of your perfect date and then going to why, like analytically, why you like that. So, for instance, like my idea of a perfect date is like a picnic in an abandoned theatre because theatre, like that kind of moment. Yeah. This person completely missed the prompt and and sent me a 500-word fanfic of them saying, I drive up to your house at 5.15 p.m. You get in my car. We go do this. I look at, like, literally fanfic, like genuine Wattpad fanfic of our perfect first date, which they entitled it, and they said by their name, mind you. They said perfect first date by, insert name here, and then they sent me, like, a 500-word, like, narrative fanfic. And when I say that it was the most off-putting thing, I... I want to read it. it. I'll I'll let you email it it. after the podcast. (laughs) Um, So, yeah, so I just want you to know that that is what has happened to me this week. Holy God. I had, like, one of those moments where um, how you were saying I had, like, I, I had, a like, a contradictory, like, hypocritical, I guess, moment, and, like, I admit that, but also this level of, like, creep was annoying. But, like, one of these people, like, you know, people are going in my DMs. I said that, like, last time, I think. Um, But one of the things that I've got is, like, someone put on one of my Ask Me things. Like, can I be, like, your daddy? And I was like, hmm, no, number one. Don't know you. And I was like, yo, you can't just think of this as a sexual thing. I'm going to educate you on your own fucking kink. Like, keep your kink out of my house. And one of the things was, um, I was like, y'all got to, like, hit me up and just ask for nose pics. <laughs> nose pics or whatever. Um, you got to ask me how my freaking day is. Don't just think you're going to get it by just straight up asking love a good conversation first like ask me if I've eaten how's my day and straight up after I posted that I got like four different people messaging me no hey at this point like like usually it's just like hey and then like you get like a pick you know and you just don't accept Mm -hmm. the request but now it wasn't even hey I just got like four or five different people just saying have you eaten like they didn't get the message in that sense and I was like well I did ask for that but not like this. <laughs> uh, well, people people perplex me. And they listened, they just, but they didn't execute it. Oh, and exactly. That that is the consensus of this. Like I under I appreciate the effort, but the fact that it was so misguided sends me for a fucking loop. Like, and I think the thing that makes me laugh about it even more is they probably thought it was like the cute 
the cutest fucking thing that they have ever done in their life. And I'm sitting here reading this, like, gagging on everything because it was so fucking funny. Like, I I think it was just my emotions going from, oh, my God, yes, met the perfect fucking idea of what I fucking wanted. Like, hell yeah, like, let's do this. And then when I opened that and it and it read as a fucking Wattpad fanfic, it really fucking sent me. I but, want this as a bonus episode dramatic reading. Oh. Please. Let's do it. Let's we do it. We need music in the background. Oh, hell yeah, boy. Like, if you're in a car. Oh, my God. And can I, I, I read back- Can I read my reply? Please. Because my reply was tongue-in-cheek Wattpad fanfic, but it was, like, actually, like, good. And he literally, like, they followed it up by saying that was the most, like, thrilling thing I have ever read on email. And I was like, I know, that's the university writing coming out. Um, but. Anyway, you know what sends me for a fucking loop? Another loop? Going loop-de-loop. Yeah. These people on these Facebook groups. So recently two people have posted these things on these groups and I really want to get your opinion on them because they really made me angry. And so this is the first instalment of Dr. Frankie. Dr. Frank. Hey guys, Trav here. In the following segment, Frankie and I discuss things that may be triggering to some people. Um, Trigger warning regarding abusive relationships and um, cheating um, and body image issues. So if any of these things are triggering, you guys can go on our Spotify or anywhere where podcasts are available and you can check out other episodes. Um, But if these things don't make you feel uncomfortable, um, feel free to continue to listen to the segment. Thanks guys. Hi everybody, welcome to the first instalment of Dr. Frankie, where I post the most wild stuff that I have found on Facebook, Instagram, or even Snapchat. And I post them as advice columns a la Dr. Phil. I am definitely not qualified for this either. Just like being Doc. Doc Frank. Dr. Frank. Look, I don't even necessarily, like as much as your advice is helpful, I just want your reaction. Because the way that one of these posts made me feel (laughs) really, really sent me. And so one of them I will read verbatim, but the other one I will have to read paraphrased. Um, but, you know, let's get started. I'm so ready. somebody posted in one of these Facebook groups mm-hmm. saying, I will not judge a woman for staying in a toxic relationship with someone who is cheating on her and treating her awful. You have no idea how much she's been manipulated and brainwashed. A toxic person can strip away your self-worth layer by layer until there is nothing left of your personality. And these are like quotes. It's her fault for saying she went back, she deserves it, end quote. No, absolutely not. No one deserves or wants to lay in bed at night and wonder why they aren't enough. What are your thoughts and feelings and emotions? I get that. I have been, I've been in a toxic relationship. So where do you, do you outrightly, without playing devil's advocate, Mm. Do you wholeheartedly agree or do you wholeheartedly disagree? So what was the first line they said? They will not. 
blame. I will never judge a woman for staying in a toxic relationship with someone who is cheating on her and making her feel awful. Hmm. See, I disagree with the first line. I If someone cheated why. on me, I would not. Yeah. And, I, and, you know, obviously cheating is whatever the couple agrees on. Mm-hmm. Um, I would judge in a way for that because for me trust is broken and I yeah. never forgive that kind of like breakage of trust but being in a toxic like I feel like there's cheating and then there's a toxic relationship where they've gone on for like the manipulative kind of side and I can't yeah. wholeheartedly judge anyone um, who's in a toxic relationship because obviously there's yeah. different types but cheating I would be like fuck that I don't forgive him yeah, Them, see, her. cheating cheating for me is so blatantly obvious. So I kind of, like, and obviously I'm not saying that, like, you judge a woman, like, because of that or judge a man. I don't know why. Yeah, like, I don't know why they put language, women. Like I woman. was like, women fucking cheat. Yeah, Non-binary literally. motherfuckers out here pointing at myself cheat. I don't cheat, but, I, like, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, I like um, I was like yeah. just shouting out my people, and then I was like, "Oh shit!" But like, <laughs> I don't cheat. <laughs> but like, I don't cheat. Yeah. Okay. So I with the first line, I disagree with them saying just a woman, um, because that also like perplexes like per- and perpetuates stereotypes. Yeah, it's which like I don't women like. are always putting up with this shit. Men yeah, are always cheating. Um, no, I I hear a lot of it the other way as well. Um, and then I I disagree with the who is cheating on her. Okay, no, I'm, not, I'm not saying that I would judge said woman, but also there would be kind of like there would there would be some kind of judgment in the fact of like not me harshly judging, but just kind of like judging where her head is at. Because I obviously like agree if the manipulation is going hand in hand with the cheating, that it can kind of be a bit more difficult to kind of get out of that situation because you're already hook, line and sinker. But if it was strictly cheating and and for me that is so overtly something that I disagree with. So I think my judgment would come from a point of like personal, like how I feel personally. Yeah. But it also it also depends on the the situation and it also depends on like you know it just like de- it depends like and I know that's kind of like Yeah, a like what's the, we need answer. specifics in the sense but like I guess overall I am judging but not in a negative way that we use the term judging yeah. now. Like See, I would like, definitely I judge wouldn't... and be like oh like maybe she should try this or I think she should do this. So sharing my opinion is like kind of a form of judgment I guess. But like yeah, for yeah. cheating like um I understand some relationships like you know if you want to look at it you have just people dating boyfriend girlfriend boyfriend boyfriend girlfriend girlfriend people people um if they're cheating I kind of find it easier um from my perspective to just cut it off but I guess if you're if you think of it as a married relationship or a really well invested relationship if there's kids animals lovely plants you know kind of in the relationship um, I guess with cheating, if you're like, we've come so far, where did we go wrong? We need to look at this. I understand people who are like, um, you know, you can't do this shit again or something. Cause I, yeah. I, I agree. Like there is worse things than cheating. Definitely to a, to a degree. 
you know i think it's each to their own and your opinion and what's cool what's not um but i understand people who stay with people with cheating if it's a well invested but if you're like eh, he's my boyfriend of like one year well that's one year period there's nothing more now well i think in the in the sense of going back to what you said about the whole the whole marriage thing and if there's kids and if it's a long relationship or like if it's just like a like a long even if it's like one year i think you owe it to yourself and you owe it to that other person to just say yeah look i know that you cheated and like obviously some people have different opinions on cheating like some people think that you know people can come back from cheating yeah. kind of thing but i'm somebody who's very insecure already about the like the kind of validity of somebody actually like being interested in me so me already having that insecurity and then them cheating on me would just like prove that and then it would just like kind of perpetuate around and around yeah but I think regardless of your thoughts and feelings on that I think that you definitely owe it to yourself and owe it to the other person to be like yo look you did this like I'm not just gonna sit here and allow that yeah like you're in the doghouse that's for fucking sure yeah, and I think that we just need some time out to – because obviously if he's cheating, then you need time apart to see if that relationship is worth it. And also you need time apart because, like, that odd person who cheated on you, if it's not just him being a rat bag and there was something obviously going on, he needs to sort out that shit for himself. Yeah, like – it is a group problem, but it also is, like, a them problem in a way. And ultimately, in a relationship, like, I don't – this is how I go about it, but I'm not very romantic in a way, and I'm also a Slytherin person. But ultimately, <sighs> I'm going to be looking out for myself. Like, it's me first. Yeah. And, like, wow, and- if I meet someone and, like, Travis, if I go to you, like, it's them first. Oh, shit, that's real, you know? But well, and see, the thing is, is I'm I'm very much a person of obviously like the beginning stages of relationship. It's easier to kind of be like, yeah, yo, it's me. Like I'm interested, but it's like you know you feel a little bit dis- disconnected because you don't know them. But also, I'm the person where I'm like, yeah, you know, look, like I'm gonna be invested in you, and I'm gonna give you my time, like when I can. But I'm not going to like I'm not gonna break like, myself apart for yeah, your sake. And I'm also not gonna like stretch myself for you, if that makes sense. Like obviously I would, but like stretching in the sense of like, you know, it being toxic that you're giving too yeah. much time. But also I have the aspect of like, yo, look, I'm fucking born with my I'm born with myself. I die with myself. I am literally the only person who experiences life with myself from the second I'm born to the second I die. So yeah. Um, I'm going to keep it pushing. And, yeah, that's obviously easy for us to say because we're both in that position where we're like, yo, strong, independent bitches, it's 2020. But, like, also. Leave no motherfucker alive. Yeah. But, like, I don't understand why people would visibly put themselves in that situation and hurt yourself even more when you can get out of the situation and for just, like, a moment and take a breather and just, like, assess that what it means for you rather than him telling you what it should mean. Yeah. It's like it's it, it's like it's very different in different relationship dynamics. That is for sure. Um because like I mean my relationship 
past dynamics and my future ones I totally non-comparable that's for sure but then you look at like if we look at it from just a couple um that's great if there is a family like a, a spouse relationship or whatever parent parental kind of dynamic um you aren't really looking after your just yourself anymore like you've got to look after your kids and like you know you look at people yeah. and you know what there are so many like i mean divorce is not necessarily happy but there are so many healthy and maybe even healthier families that are like divorced so yeah. i understand like hey like trying to work through this and like i'm sure like even my parents, your parents, parents that we know that are still together definitely have been on the rocks, but are lucky enough to push through it. And I'm, I'm blessed yeah. to have uh, mum and dad still together, married with all these kids that they have. Even though we would drive them up the wall, but um, you know, all those people that are divorced, it's like they worked out. Like the kids are going well. Like ultimately, they did have to make that decision if there was kids in the picture. You know. But um, well, and also ultimately, you gotta look I, out for yourself too. Well, and one of the quotes, um, well, it's not a quote, but the end sentence says, "No, absolutely not. No one deserves or wants to lay in bed at night and wonder why they aren't enough." And that is in response to the quote saying it's her fault for staying. I think this post is a little convoluted because it's saying that like you have no idea how much she's being brainwashed, but then somebody says no one deserves or wants to lay in bed at night and wonder why they aren't enough. Well, then why are you laying in the bed? Like, why would you visibly put yourself through that hurt if you know that it's bad? Like the fact that you're aware that yeah. you aren't that you aren't enough, but you're like that you're but you're sticking around. And I get it. Like maybe they're sticking around because they think, oh, but like, what if it gets better? But also. Like, hi, how are you? Like, babes. And I think, okay, I don't know if this is everybody else, and I'm just speaking for myself, but I'm yeah. very, like, in the sense of, like, me being a theatre person and me being, like, a, like, kind of like a writer, I really understand people. And me just being an observer, I'm very, like, as much as people think that I'm extroverted, I'm so introverted you so in the well. way that I, <laughs> the way that I, um, like, fucking observe people like I will be extroverted for two hours of the day and the rest I will just sit there and I will think and I will just think about people and why they do the things they do and etc etc yeah but it's also like if I can tell me not being in the relationship if I can tell he's manipulating you then how you being in that relationship how can you not have that little instance of like oh fuck I mean, I get that, but then I, I look at, um, I'm going to lay some shit out from my past relationship. Ooh. It was horrible, and I did not know that. Um, straight up. Honestly, black and white, if we look at it, um, I realize all the shit that happened after I left. Yeah, and I do, I really do understand that, but I'm just looking at it from the aspect of, um, manipulation and yeah, um, and so I cheating. was I wasn't in a cheating relationship, but mine was rather manipulative. So basically, black and white. You know, you have your relationship, and you go, oh, like I want this in my relationship. This is what I'm looking for, and then you date people because they're looking for the same thing. I mean, you like them, but it you date them. Because you're looking for the same thing. If, you know, you have, they want kids and you don't, you probably, you shouldn't date. So me and my ex, we know, we know we had the same like outlook and all that originally. 
And little did I know that none of my friends liked said person at all. Well, and okay. they didn't this tell me. Very... So number one, friends, you slept that. You got to tell old Frank that you don't like who I'm dating, number one, because I didn't pick up on some stuff. And apparently a lot of some stuff was like racial based. Well, a l- this is a controversial topic because I am very not um, subtle about the way that I feel about people. And I'm one of those people that also, like, I don't, like, what I say to you is coming from, like, the best, like, the best place. But also, like, uh, this is going to sound insensitive, but I don't mean it in a sensitive way. But I'm like, if I'm telling you something and you don't want to listen to it, then don't fucking listen to it. Like, if you listen to it and you sit on it, then it's obvious that maybe this is something that you've thought about before and now you're kind of mad, more mad at yourself than you are mad, mad at me. But, for instance, I am a really good person, when, it, and I'm not trying to eat my own fucking ass out when I say this, but I'm a very good person where I'm like, yo, look, this person's a fucking snake. And, like, that's because sister has come through some toxic ass motherfuckers. Went but, through the fucking um, Garden of Eden to the apple oh, tree. Tea. Yeah. Um, but yeah, and I don't like every time I think that somebody is toxic, and it's not necessarily from the basis of just like immediately I'm like I don't like them. I'm gonna say that they're toxic. His, his, they his, do his, shit boo, to his. me. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna outline a few things for you, Frankie, and you tell me if this person seems like they are toxic. Okay. So making a group chat. And making memes about your girlfriend's best friend. That's shitty. Like, me- like mean memes. Yeah, that's fucked and up. Then, and then proceeding to make a joke in a group chat about said best friend um, regarding a particular film that they might or might not like because of who they are. Um, but, yeah, but um, anyway, moving on from that, make sure you guys message us at the Wig Out Podcast on Instagram, W-I-G-G-O-U-T Podcast on Instagram, and tell us your thoughts because this is an open conversation and, like, everybody is entitled to their own opinion. If you think radically that this person is wrong, if you think radically this person is right, like, just let us know. It's a conversation. And at the end of the day, everyone's going to have their own opinions of it based on their own experience. Yeah, and, like, Dr. Frank is here to shed some non-qualified and, like, uneducated advice. So if you have anything for Dr. Frank or Nurse Travis, (laughs) hot, oh, my God, fan art? (laughs) Oh, my God, no. I want that. Um, Yeah. I want us, like, Team Rocket kind of vibes. Um, but yeah, okay, now quickly moving on to um, the second one. Now I'm going to have to paraphrase this, but this genuinely did happen. Somebody posted in a group, so just told my boyfriend that he's starting to get a beer belly and now he's mad at me for telling him that he's put on weight. Oop. What are our thoughts? Um, I mean, is it like there's like this rule of thumb and – is it something they can change in 10 seconds? Yeah. You know, no, they can't. Um, I'm sure if you've noticed, this person has definitely noticed, you know? Like, I think that's yeah. a thing. Like, people know their bodies way better. 
Um, and even if like, you know, even if it's might not even necessarily light, I mean, I might, might feel like I've gained weight and people disagree and I get on scales and I'm like, oh, well, people were right, but I feel a certain way. I'm not necessarily, yeah. most people are inclined these days to feel negative about their body. So I feel like, what the fuck are you doing? I get it. And you can, you can, you know, I love, honestly, I love a little bit of a belly. It's kind of my thing. Love a little bit of a belly on someone. But like saying it how you say, oh, you got a little bit of a beer belly. I don't know the context, the, the, the tone, the, you know, how you've said it, where you've said it. But um, it doesn't sound good. And, yeah, he's mad. Of course he's mad. Like, wouldn't you well, be and mad? See, and see, the thing is, oh, yeah, I'd be fucking. You're mad, bro? In, I would be infuriated. And I think it also comes from the fact of, like, um, like, and I'm not even trying to get fucking keyboard warrior here or social justice warrior, but in the sense of the current social climate in regards to body positivity, it leans more in the direction of women which that's not a good thing and it's not a bad thing, but it's seeped into this, like, movement rather than being, like, inclusive and just, like, kind of that being the focal point. It's kind of, like, had these walls around it that have erected where it's like, oh, so you can't point out your weight in front of women, but for men it's different. I'm like, no, no, it's not. Like, everybody has issues with weight. And I just want to say also beer belly the term beer belly has a negative connotation. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And so, like, for instance, like. It has an unhealthy, um, like. Yeah, like it's the same thing with, like, if, like, a girl came out in a promiscuous outfit and the guy was like, ooh, you look like a. Muffin top. Hot little. Or like, or if you look like a hot little slut, that word slut, because it has a negative connotation, she might go from zero to 100 because she's like, oh, so you look, you think I look like a sleaze. You think I look like a slut. You think I look like I'm this, that, and the other. When he could mean it in like a nice, like in like a nice kind of cute way or whatever. But also I don't care if you're in a relationship. I understand that some people think that when you're in a relationship, you are one person and you refer to yourself as we, but where do you stand in a relationship and it's the same sort of thing where where do you stand as a parent to tell somebody how they are with their weight because weight is a very as much as it is a physical thing it is so much more a mental thing and so somebody could be somebody could just have a few extra kilos and they could be completely happy about it yeah some like it depends where they are with that journey with themselves. And like um, I think one of the other things in the post was somebody saying, oh, they used to be like fit when we were together and now it just seems that they've like let themselves go. And I'm like, so fucking what? You don't know how much they were eating back then. Like they could have they could have been, been so unhealthy compared to now. Yeah, like they could have been one hundred thousand percent restricting themselves to stay at that certain weight and now that they have somebody that they love they can kind of just like let go and and perhaps now they're actually really healthy you know yeah i don't think like look of a pot belly um or what did they say beer belly pot belly yeah um is a connotation of like unhealthy i think it's more actually kind of healthy it's like yeah you actually you have 
a body, you have a, you're well filled. I think that's fine. Also, I mean, dad bobs are fucking in. I don't know, but. Well, and see, the, the kind of tone that I got from it, like the kind of context, and I can be completely wrong, mm. but the context that I got from it is they were both very skinny, like quote unquote fit people when yeah. they both started dating and she has remained to be the same way, if not more fit. And he's kind of gone in a different direction. And so she's like, and the fact Disappointed. that. Yeah. And the fact that she's saying that as a skinnier person and it's just like a different power dynamic. It's not somebody like, like the fact of like, if a skinny person told me that I needed to lose weight, it would be different than somebody who had also had weight struggles. And I'm not saying this person doesn't have weight struggles, but I'm just saying that it comes. Yeah, it comes from a different area. Well, and also, I'm sorry, but if this person had weight issues, and yes, I can be wrong, nobody would use the term pot belly. Yeah, pot belly, blueberry, burger belly, muffin top. You don't use that kind of shit. You just say, like, somebody. Honestly, like, how would you? I want to know, how would you? go about if you were concerned about partner or a friend's weight, health, well, in any see, kind of direction, would you address it? How would you address it? Um, I wouldn't address it because it's none of my business. But if I could tell that their weight was going, like their weight was for some, like I could somehow notice that it was going in a decline, like in a in a rapid way, yeah. and their mental health was also declining yeah. in a rapid way, then that would send more trigger warnings to me than if they were just putting on weight. Because somebody could be on medication and put on weight. Yeah, like if I feel like um, the way I would address it is if I need to or if I felt like I had to for some reason would be because there's – other uh, outliers in what was considered normal for this person the time that I met yeah. them, like mood changes and emotions and all that kind of stuff or behavior. I'd be like, just be like, hey, are you okay? I'm noticing some differences. Yeah. But this isn't well, necessarily and- talking about physical, about something they can't necessarily change. But also um, I've had like talks with like my family because, you know, we're not all skinny bitches. We're fucking the Hobbit family. God damn. Oh, my God. Like, my postcode is like, you know, the fucking the Shire, man. Buckleberry, Fuckleberry, what is it, Bridge? I don't know. We live there. Um, And honestly, I'd be like, if you bring it up, I'm going to be like, well, let's go for a run because if you want to be the best person and that's how you feel like you can do it, I'm your cheerleader. Let's go for a run. I'm going to complain while running, but I'll do it with you. Well, and I think, like, in the sense of, and everybody's going to deal with it in a different way depending on their partner. But if it was my partner, I would just be like, oh, hey, like, like, are you, like, is everything okay? I just kind of got a vibe. And then if they then opened up to me that something was wrong, then I would just try to make that situation better and then just see if, like, that would incoherently like change the weight. And I'm sorry, but, like, everybody goes on about how, like, like, like people's defenses in this was like oh diabetes can kill you yeah so can fucking suicide it can kill you quicker than diabetes can yeah so like legit like you need to get your mental health in like whatever and i'm like you need to get your mental health in check because that is like the outlier for so many like issues and so just sit your partner down be like yo everything okay g and then kind of like make them feel 
like make them feel good and then you know that will then hopefully you know then once they get their mental health in check they can be like yo I'm feeling great in here I need to feel great everywhere else and just have like a great like because that that's what happens when like for instance like when somebody has when somebody has great friendships great relationships and they have a great mental health then they say oh well now that I have everything else what every what what's other things that I can change? What can I a, expand? A, what yeah, can I exactly. do now? I'm and full I'm of sorry, energy. But, I'm like a puppy again. And I'm sorry, but appearance is like it appears right in front of you. It is so obvious. So I am sure that everybody who has put on weight is sure. Exactly. Like they are aware of it. Yeah, like so anyway, even if you're not, they probably are. And honestly, like memento mori. Who goes into a relationship thinking everything's going to be the same as this this little screenshot we've got? I'm taking it the other way, turning the tables. Tables have turned turned tables. Um, who thinks that, like, some people aren't into necessarily skinny fit people? Like I said, I like a little, a little bit of snuggle room, a little bit of snuggle cushion. Um, if she's gotten fit or fitter, he might not necessarily be into it either. But, like, you know, your body, if we're looking at it as a physicality aspect, isn't going to always be the same. Your boobs are going to sag, your dick's going to get soft, your hair's going to get grey or fall out. Just love yourself. Love each other. And speaking of loving yourself, make sure you love your partner and love this podcast. Make sure you follow us on Instagram at wigoutpodcast. That's W-I-G-G-O-U-T podcast on Instagram. Make sure you send us some stuff. Make sure you, um, you know, send us your thoughts about um, Dr. Frank's responses and the post themselves. Send us your fanfic. Oh, please don't send us our fanfic. Oh, my God, write a fanfic about us. I imagine myself as Jesse from Team Rocket. Oh, I love Team Rocket. Trav, you can be my bae. Yeah, I'm loving this Dr. Nurse vibe. So if you guys have, like, anything you want us to, like, share our unqualified opinions or just really just get down and dirty DNM about it, send it our way. Yeah, and make sure you listen to us everywhere where podcasts are available. Um, and, yeah, make sure you like. Tell your friends, your mum, your neighbour's dog. Yeah, so make sure you like, send us to other people. And give us some five-star review because that will get us clout and then we'll get more friends and then we can tackle the worldwide issues of fanfics and do anything for clout. Tea. Love you guys.